Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. What a play! Can you believe this? <laughs> no, I can't. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. Off to the races, and he stays on his feet. This is going to go. Here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. The Fantasy Cops are on the beat today. Welcome to the show, everybody. Adam Azer here with Dan Schneier. Since Saturday, since Saturday, I think the number is, if you count Apple Podcasts, if you count Twitter, right around 40 Fantasy Cop submissions wow. in less than a week. i never seen anything like this. I think... Probably you got a lot of trade deadlines and a lot of yep. people angry about some trades that went down. We're certainly not going to read 40. I have four or five in the notes for today. Ooh, Dallas Goddard is practicing. Well, that's interesting. That is interesting. Dallas Goddard practicing. That's the only news item I have for you so far. Facing the 49ers, I would call him a low-end starter. I'd probably start him over a guy like Logan Thomas or Jawan Johnson. I'd start Taysom Hill over Dallas Goddard, but if he's like, I mean, if he's like fully good to go, if we get reports that he's good to go, that's why you got to watch our show on Thursday, on Sunday morning at eleven thirty a.m. Eastern. Uh, then yeah, I guess I'll throw him right back in there. So you know, we'll see. But right now, I could call him a low end starter, uh, Dallas Goddard. How you doing, Dan? I'm doing great, Adam. For starters, fantasy cops my favorite part of this show and this program. So I'm excited that we have a heavy cop day. You got the bad cop, me. You got the soft cop, Adam. You know he's. I'll let you do. He's always kind of willing to kind of bend a little bit. I ain't, I ain't going to do that. I don't do that. And, you know, Adam, I will commend you when you deserve it. You deserve some praise. It's a hell of a haircut you got, Adam. <laughs> That's a nice haircut. It finally looks Thank like, you. you know, you did a good job on it. There's not a million hairs coming forward. You know, it's not all fruffy in the front. It's really well done haircut. And then the third thing I want to say, huh, Jamie Eisenberg, who's not here with us today. Oh, Jamie, uh, uh, Dan, oh, he has to work on a, on his off day on a Friday. He's such a tough guy. Oh, he has to take this day off. Well, guess what, Jamie? As far as I know, you're working today because you got a few more articles that you're that you're sending in. So where are you on the podcast, Adam? What's the excuse today for a, Jamie Eisenberg? I think it's a kid. I think it's like a school thing, like something with uh-huh, his kid. I think. A classic school thing. Uh, yeah. yeah, Jamie loves being on the show. He, he's upset that he's not on the mailbag no, today. No, I'm only kidding. I, Jamie's favorite part is doing the show with me. So I told you I, I told you about this new barber I have, and he does the straight edge. He gets the, the, the yeah, blade out at oh, the end. It feels so good. Well and, worth uh, it. And I said, like, I'll take a bad haircut as long as I can get that. But this time, you know, I think he does a good job. He wasn't going to do it. And I had to ask. I was like, can I get the uh, can I get the blade? He's like, oh, you want that? I'm like, yeah, of course I want. That's why I came back, bro. But yeah, so <laughs> I, I made him do it. Yeah. You want the blade? Yeah. All right, I got emails, uh, Apple Podcasts, Fantasy Cops, YouTube. I have Dan's weird text. Should we do Dan's weird text now or Dan's weird text message later? <laughs> I don't even know what this is about. I'm not. This is not good. <laughs> I sent you a text. Uh, at 11.13 a.m. said, okay. you good for noon? Because that's when we're recording the show. And you wrote, four minutes later, you wrote, yep, sorry, was recording with Chris, didn't see this. <laughs> four minutes? That's, you need to apologize for not seeing a text four minutes uh, later? Well, I'll tell you what happened there. I was recording with Chris, and before that, we had a meeting. Um, so it kind of was like a 45-minute session. So I just quickly saw that text from you. Didn't even look at the timestamp of it, Adam, and figured it, you sent it like 45 minutes to a half hour ago. So I was trying to be, you know, God forbid I try to be a little considerate here, Adam, of your time. Who doesn't look at the timestamp? You're just going to guess what I sent it? That's ridiculous. No, when you come back to a phone. Okay, Adam, this is 
when you come back to a phone, after uh, you leave a phone, I, I don't know about you, but sometimes I need to leave my phone like over there, basically, when sure. I'm like, all right, I got to lock in and do work. When yeah. you come back to a phone and you see like a million notifications or whatever pop up, you have to like you, immediately, at least for me, I assume like, oh, I let this person hang in. I, I didn't get to this one on time. So I always do like a my bad or like, a you know, here I am type of thing. Well, that's very nice of you. You don't have to do that after four minutes, but I appreciate it. Yeah. More news. I'll check the timestamp. More news. Uh, big ones here, actually. This is, uh, wow, for, I don't really think you're going to trust Chuba Hubbard. He's split evenly, more or less, the carries with Miles Sanders. But uh, Levante David, Devin White, and Jamel Dean is a cornerback. But two uh, linebackers and a cornerback are all out for the Buccaneers on Sunday. Wow. So that weakens their run defense considerably. Weakens their DST, I would say. In Carolina, you know, it doesn't necessarily matter. But also, Chris Godwin is going to be a game-time decision. I would say if Chris Godwin does not play, you can bump up Cade Otten a little bit. I don't know. if It might have a little bit of a boost for Mike Evans, but he's going to be started in almost every league anyway. But the Bucks will limp into this game that they definitely should win, I think, <laughs> over the Carolina Panthers um, another player that's out is uh, Mike Green on their defensive line. And I don't really know much about him. He's a rookie defensive lineman. And let's see, he plays about uh, not too many snaps lately. He was playing about half the snaps early, but Mike Green will be inactive as well for the Bucs. Uh, oh, Devon Achan is playing. This is great timing. Wow. We started right on time. So Dallas that's Goddard is it. practicing and Devon Achan is playing. How about that? What do you think about the Dolphins against the Commanders, their running backs? Yeah, that's a big one for me. I have HN in a ton of leagues, so I'm happy about that. As far as what do I think about these running backs against Commanders, I think that game will be very, very, very high scoring for the Dolphins. I'm taking their team total over in that. Um, the Commanders defense is in total shambles. Now, there is a chance, Adam, that the Commanders defense gets a boost from firing Del Rio, you know, like the week after type of boost. But I watched a lot of tape on them. I recently watched them play the Giants where Tommy DeVito had nearly... 250 yards passing and that says a lot tons of explosive plays i don't think it's going to be just a coach gets fired it fixes all type of situation there i think that that defense has some issues from a uh, from a personnel standpoint at this point so i think it's a big day for hn i think it's a big day for that entire dolphins offense all right i'm gonna go to my idp league right now and follow my own advice and see if nicholas morrow is available um, for the Eagles, because Zach Cunningham, he is. Zach Cunningham is once again not practicing. We just got this in. He and Fletcher Cox are not practicing. Uh, Cunningham with two good games in a row in IDP, 27% rostered in our leagues. So take a look at him. And uh, who should I drop? That's going to be a tougher decision for me. But um, anyway, yeah, that's a good IDP option for you this week. Uh, all right, I'll get as the news filters in. We will we will get to them. Dan, uh, I just have to figure out who I'm dropping in this league. So if you wouldn't mind, okay. just talk about something. Uh, talk about your, okay. I don't care your weekend for all I care. Oh no, the weekend doesn't look good in this one, guys. It's getting cold over here. We've turned the page, and you know I've been described in the past as an East Coast elitist. I don't know why, but Zach Brooke just said, don't tell the story. Oh, that story. No, I won't be revealing that story on air. Zach Brooke, a weird story was was told by uh, these three. Maybe you can find it offline from us. But, you know, as the as the time has turned, we've we've hit winter. And I, as I've been described in the past, Adam, as an elite uh, East Coast elitist. And this is the time of the year where you can really barrow down and just bash in these East Coast, East Coast elitists like myself, Adam, because it doesn't, doesn't feel good to walk outside and it's 35 degrees out and raining and hailing. And there was snow earlier this week, a little bit, Adam. So we've, we've reached a point of weather where, yeah, I'd rather live down South. I'll admit it. It's, it's a no, no brainer, but that could filibuster. You, you'll be, that was perfect. Actually. I dropped, Ron, <laughs> I dropped Rondell Moore. All right. Emails, fantasy football at CBSI.com. This is from Andrew PPR league. Would you flex Sam Laporta? against the Saints, who are also very, very injured. Deontay yep. Johnson against Arizona or Trey McBride against Pittsburgh? Well, I, is McBride definitely going to play? I know he's been banged up this week. So he's he, locked uh, in. He, I don't know if he's locked in. He, uh, Yeah, he was limited yesterday. So I assume he's going to play. Limited on Thursday. Let's say you know, I actually think I actually think I lean toward Deontay Johnson actually in this one. I just think we saw 
a good jump from the Steelers offense. I mean, God, they had their first 400 yard game in 58 games on offense. That's how bad Matt Canada was. And as we've seen this, Cardinals defense had some spark earlier in the season, starting to fall off a little bit. Personnel was never really there to begin with, especially in the secondary, my mind at least. So I'll go Deontay Johnson here. It's close, though. I mean, I like McBride's role is amazing. Who knows if he's going to play with the banged up thing? And then Sam Laporte is also tough to bench, but I think Deontay is the guy I'm going with here. It's tough. Deontay, okay. Yeah, you know, one thing I kept looking to look up, but I'm not actually good at looking this stuff up. I don't really know how to do it. I need help. Is okay. uh, how many? How often do the... Cardinals play two high safeties versus single high safety. So as you recall, it was the two high safety look against the Bengals that led to Pat Fryermuth's huge game. Yep. And as the Athletic pointed out, we talked about this on Beyond the Box score, when they occasionally would switch to a one high safety look, that's when Kenny Pickett went to Deontay Johnson and, and Pickens. George Pickens for deep shots up the sideline. So I've been meaning well, to look that up, and uh, that, that could factor into how much we like Deontay Johnson this week. I don't have those stats in front of me, Adam, but I do know it's a Jonathan Gannon defense. So just given what I saw from that system last year with the Eagles and this year when the Giants played the Cardinals, there will be a lot. There will be more too high safety looks than probably the typical team. Okay. Uh, from Nathan in Detroit, I have a tough running back decision. Start three of these four. Eckler, Mostert, Moss, and Stevenson. Oh, that is tough. Eckler, oh. Mostert. Moss, Stevenson, three of the four. I think I'm picking them all except Stevenson. I think that's my lean. So that would have been probably, yeah, that would have been my answer until the A-chan news. And now I'm questioning it. Oh, no, you can't bench most. But he has, he he never catches the ball. I know, it doesn't matter. They're going to score seven touchdowns against Washington. All right, all right. One of those is going to go to him. I, I tend to agree with you. Okay, we'll bench Stevenson. This is from Lucas. Dear Joe, Marissa, Ralph, and Lane. Joe, Marissa, Ralph, and Lane. They're actors. Uh, actors in a... In oh, a, Marissa Tomei. In one of my favorite movies. Joe, Joe Pesci, and we're definitely doing My Cousin Vinny, there right? There it is. Yep. Bang! That's as good as... It, and you know, I'm really... I've been stepping up lately on these, Adam. You haven't commended me for it, and I, I do live on your, you know... What's the word for it? Your uh, your commendations and your you know when you say my something approval. nice about me, it does make me, your approval. Yeah, That's you want my approval? I live yeah. for your approval. I live for your approval. So yeah. you know I've been better I'm on impressed. these. I've been better on my movies. I've been watching some movies though. That oh my god, Zach Brook just said in the chat. Our producer Zach Brook just said he's never seen my cousin Vinny. He's too Are young. You kidding me? He's too young. It, it is it so matter. funny. It's on TV all the time. Arguably the best comedy ever made. Uh, honestly, it's that good. Ooh. It never gets old. Some comedies like. It's they don't hold up, you know. I don't. I don't know that Zach would like Airplane, for example. Like, you ever seen Airplane, Zach? You, you like it? I've actually seen Airplane. These are two movies I've ever seen. I've seen. Yeah, some I don't now. know, but but Not my cousin guy. Vinny is is terrific and holds up. That's why it's on TV all the time. Anyway, have you seen the new season of Fargo yet? It's phenomenal. No, I haven't. Seen the, it. Have, you've seen any of the Fargos? Just the movie. You never saw any of the seasons. No. Wow. Yeah. Adam, you're missing out on one of the best shows on TV in the new. Right, can season. I ask this it's question phenomenal. now? Can I ask this question? Yes. All right. Yes. God, you want my approval? Let me ask this question. Uh, <laughs> it's a super flex league. It's four point per passing touchdown, and it's one point for first down. You've got Bryce Young, um, Desmond Ritter, Bailey Zappi. <laughs> wow. Or Jamison Williams, Pat Fryermuth, Jeff Wilson, or Jahan Dotson. Give me the. Give me those one more time. All right, we got Bryce Young, Desmond Ritter, Bailey Zappi. Jamison Williams, Pat Fryermuth, Jeff Wilson, Jahan Dotson. And it's four point per passing touchdown, one point per first down. Okay. I think I like the first side of that. No, no, no. It's not a trade. It's a start. I am going to sit. Oh, really? You like to side with three quarterbacks? I'm I'm getting so confused by this. I need to find this in the notes. Yeah, you're not getting approval. Um, (laughs) This is a bad answer. I I am not going to start a quarterback here. I'm going to start. Let me look at the notes. I'm going to start Pat Fryermuth. Now, I'm going to start Jahan Dotson. One of those two. But I'm oh, not starting Bryce Young, Ritter, or Zappi. So, no, Actually, you're going non-QB? Bryce Young. I'm going to start Bryce Young. Yeah, you got to go QB and super flex. It's four Especially points for passing. These are three of the worst QBs. I know, but he's in a desperation spot. He needs upside. I'm going to go somewhere. Bryce Young. I'm going to go Bryce Young. 
Um, let me look at him real quick. Give me Des Ritter. Des Ritter for me. Against the Jets? I don't care about the matchup. Des Ritter can at least put up points. He has so far this year. He's had multiple games over 20. I don't think Bryce Young has Bryce Young had any games over 20. One against the Lions. Ugh. All Give right, I could buy into that. He's got some running ability. As runner runs, exactly. All right, this is from Colin. Are you playing Matthew Stafford or Gardner Minshew over Jameer Gibbs, Rashad White, or Bijan Robinson? I'll play Bijan of those. No, but are you starting are you starting all three of those running backs over Stafford or Minshew? How many spots does he need? I'm so confused. I don't about know. This. He said, "Are you playing Stafford or Minshew?" Why are you so confused? Like, what is this? This is fantasy football. Come on now. Are you? I'm back. You, I mean, you, look. I'm looking at his question. Is are you playing Stafford or Minshew over Gibbs, Rashad White, Pollard, or Bijan? You're wondering why I'm confused. You understand? You understand the wire? You can't understand this question. This, come I mean, on. This question doesn't really make that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So over all of those options, I just like. So I guess those guys are all in the lineup, and there's a super flex spot. Um, Pollard's already played. I'll play I'll play Minshew over Rashad White. How about that? Fine. Good job. This is from <laughs> Cheryl. Should I drop James Conner? No, all I wanted was Adam's approval, and I feel like I'm going in the opposite <laughs> wrong direction here. <laughs> I like your, your hoodie. You Fit, like this today? It fits you well. I don't yeah. think it has as much drip as the last one, though. Uh, drip. Would you drop James Conner uh, for Dearness Johnson if, uh, or pick up Hubbard, P. Ryan, or Jeff Wilson. In either, in either way, you're dropping James Conner, uh, right? Because yeah, you drop a good Connor question. For a, no, I wouldn't drop yeah, James no, Conner for any Connor. of these players. Yeah, uh, pick two out of three: Jamar Chase, Pukunakua, Rasheed Rice. Rice is somehow the one I'm most confident in of these guys, which is just absolutely amazing given the point we're at. So I'm going to go Rice as one of them. Uh, the second one, this is just a disaster situation. Chase with Browning against a tough defense. Needed a lucky tip pass to have like half of his yards last week and he only got 88. Or Puka, who doesn't look healthy. The offensive line looks terrible. Give me Jamar Chase, I guess. Chase and Rice? Chase and Rice. And then Nakua or Kirk? Kirk, without a doubt, in my mind. Okay, I have to sneeze. Hold on. Go ahead. This is great, great, great away. podcasting right here by Adam. Couldn't, couldn't hold the sneeze for after I'm, the show. Do you believe I'm sick again? Oh, my God, dude. You're sick again? Yeah. What life do you live? I just, what kind of life do you live? It's probably I probably have RSV because, like, my son You know what happened, it, Adam? I'll tell you what happened. It. You're not going to believe this, and this is going to really get torched by the chat. So, oof, this could lead to bad stuff for me. But I am a believer that because your whole life you've been so – and I don't know if people know this about Adam, and I hope this is something you don't want me – to not reveal on the show, but you know, Adam is a very big germaphobe kind of guy, right? You, you know that. I mean, like we went to a tailgate and he's looking, he's scrambling for who, who's got the sanitizer. Who's got the hand sanitizer. <laughs> like, yes, you were. Yes. You were scrambling for hand sanitizer and he shook someone's hand and I'm not going to get into that, but he was looking desperately after is that. Is that really what happened? Hand. I don't even remember that. Did I do that? Shook like seven hands. You're like, I can't do this anymore. You were like panicking. You're like, I need to find hand sanitizer. Really? I can't just shake hands of seven strangers and then just go on with my day. That's bad. So, I didn't realize that. I think because you've always been so cognizant of germs, you haven't let your body, you ha your body hasn't taken in a lot of bad bacteria and germs. So you haven't let your body build out your immune uh, system. You're, you're so wrong. I, Everybody else here gets it. This is Aaron Rodgers science. Everyone here I'm gets it, okay? It and applying it to the show. Look at the, look no. at the comments. Oh, I know. The, the parents, comments, this is the reality. I was just joking around. Kids the reality everyone's sick. Children yes, are yes, petri dishes. Yep. It's, that's what it I is. Know. So plenty of my got. friends have, have kids and they're sick all the time as well. So yeah. I totally am joking with Adam. But, but actually, I was never I wasn't like that. I was always had a germ thing, but I, I wasn't like that until COVID. COVID just ruined me. It just made my germ issues so much worse. And I don't fear yeah. getting COVID anymore. It's not specific to that. It's just I got into this really paranoid germ habit life. during COVID. COVID and <laughs> I haven't been able to shake it. Like little by little, I've gotten better. But okay. I didn't realize that, that was, was that bad. To be game. fair, that was like two years ago, and it was like right in the thick of like right when COVID was over. So, oh, that was two years fine. ago when that happened. No, it was our. It was the tail. Yeah, it was the time I saw you at the game two years ago. Two, the okay. Dallas game. Gotcha. Yeah, that was more like a year ago. All right, yeah. from Clark. Oh, I remember why though. Yeah, why? Because we were going to a wedding. Okay. The following week, 
And I was, I promise, or something like that. And I was like, I will not get COVID. So we don't have to, I didn't want to risk not going to this wedding. Yeah. I was like, I promise you, if I go to this game, I will not get COVID. <laughs> so, all right. Anyway, uh, Clark, Nico Collins for Zach Moss. What do you think of that trade? Mm, I don't like giving up Nico Collins for Zach Moss, but I'll tell you this, Clark, you probably are in a position where you have nothing left at running back and you're starting the AJ Dillons of the world if you're lucky. Some could be even worse. So in your situation, I'm sure you needed to make this move. So I'm fine with it. Don't throw me down, Clark. Right? Is that... <laughs> oh, is that oh that's is that Fargo from the movie? No. <laughs> it's Christmas vacation, did dope. I've uh, never seen Christmas vacation oh. in my life. And I know it's amazing, and I've heard it's amazing, and I love Chevy Chase. I actually don't even know. I don't it. know if you'd like it. I, I, I'm very Why? curious. I think it's another one of those movies that if you grew up on it, it's your favorite movie ever. If you watch it now for the first time, I, I'm curious. I wonder. I would. Will you do yeah. us the uh, the honor of watching it? Can I give you that homework assignment? You can give me that homework assignment. I don't know if it will happen before the next mailbag. Oh, but come on. It's an hour and a half. Season. And it is on TV literally like every second now. Find what it's stream. Someone find me what it's streaming on for free, and I will do it. And I'm not that. That's those are my stipulations. <laughs> Just turn your TV on, man. Uh, but okay, I don't have cable anymore. Jesus. Okay. Um. The the uh, question is from Matt. Need two running backs and a flex. So I need three of these four: Bijan, Zach Moss, Kyron Williams, Rashad White. This is very tough. You think this is tough? Well, they're all great. I, I don't know who to sit here. They are all great, but to me, it's easy. Bench White. He's facing Carolina. It's the best matchup in the care. world. The others are just, they're building a whole path. The entire offense at this point seems to be revolving through Kyron Williams there. Bijan Robinson, you're obviously not benching at this point after the last game. I don't care what the matchup is. They're finally committing to him. I'll bench. And who was the third one? Uh, Zach what? Moss. Zach Moss. And then Zach Moss, you're not benching, though. No. I think I would bench. Moss, Kyron. maybe that's the only one I can consider. I I Kyron, Kyron, did you say? Yeah. No. How oh, good God. Rashad White has been? Rashad White has been like the number six running back in the I last know. six weeks or something. I like Rashad. I like Rashad. If but Cooper you know what? Cup that is good, then you're going to see those tire those targets go down for for Kyron Williams. Well, let me tell you something. At least according to Dave Richard, who watched the tape of the Rams, I didn't get a chance to watch. You did though, actually. You so Puka. you would know. I watched He's, Puka. You watched Puka, so he watched the entire offense, and he did not like what he saw from from Cooper Cup. No. Um, I didn't either, yeah. but, but this is a new week. All right. This is from Nathan. No, from an injury from a health stand, but go on. Oh yeah. I know. Choose two running backs, two receivers and a flex Montgomery, ETN, Camara, Moss, Kyron Williams. Pick two of those Montgomery, ETN, Camara, Moss, Kyron. Montgomery, ETN, Camara, Moss, Kyron. Wow. That's a really tough one for me just to pick two or no, it's two, two running backs, two receivers and one flex, right? Yes. Okay. So you're the so, flex will be a running back. So pick three running backs. Montgomery, yeah, ETN, Kamara, Moss, Kyron. Montgomery, ETN are definitely in my lineup. And then Kyron, I guess. Damn, I don't want to bench Kamara ever. I'm gonna uh, start Kamara. But who are you gonna bench? So I'm gonna go with Kamara. Um oh, you're gonna bench Kyron probably based on what you said last question. Yeah, I'm gonna right? go with Kamara, Moss, and I think ETN. Moss? You're gonna bench Montgomery? No, oh no, do you God. remember how good? Well, it's, it's PBR. Montgomery. It's PBR. Adam Montgomery. Montgomery hate reaches no, no bounds. No, I love Montgomery. Really it's just he doesn't catch any back. Yeah, it's fine. You want to start Montgomery over Moss, that's fine. But Moss is like. Who's going to bench Montgomery? I feel like every week even LP scores a touchdown. Moss scored over 20 points in three of four games before. Right. before I respect Jonathan the Taylor Moss call in. on it. But the, just to, to say that, I mean, Montgomery. This is full PPR. David Montgomery does not catch passes. He has like two well, catches wait, in his last three let, games. Let's wait to the end of the week and see if it was a good idea to, to bench David Montgomery. Maybe this it's will be not, the week. It's not a good idea to bench any of these guys. If you want to play it safe, bench ETN because he's playing hurt. That's how I actually feel. If you want to go crazy with this bench ETN because he's playing hurt. And then who are you sitting? You have to sit one receiver. Bottle, oh, yeah. chase, cup. No, I'm only playing. I, oh, sit one of those. Um, Sit. Ugh, cup. I guess. Definitely not sitting Waddle, I'll tell you that, out of those three. All right, this is from Jake. Start three. Okay, last one. PPR, start three. Ridley, Jalen Warren, Brian Robinson, Deontay Johnson, George Pickens. I'll start with keeping Ridley in there. Ridley with Zay Jones on the field has been a completely different fantasy asset. Somebody you want in your lineup every week, so he's not coming out for me. 
then it gets tough, but it's full PPR. So I'll go Deontay Johnson next out of these four remaining. Full PPR. Just think he's the best bet for for racking up receptions there. And then I need one more. Um, ugh, I don't want to start both Johnson and Pickens. That seems no, like... No, I'm going Jalen Warren. Yeah. Oh, that's another stealer, though. Uh, all right. I don't really like the other job. Okay, Warren. All right. So do you have... Max, HBO Max. Yes. Do you have Hulu? Yes. Do you have Amazon Prime? Yes. Do you have 90 Minutes? <laughs> Maybe not. Watch Christmas Vacation. You can find it. All right. It. If, I, if I catch up on Fargo, The Curse, and one other no, show, stop. what is the other show? Stop. And For All Mankind. If you want to be on I the show, I'm not, I don't like pulling this. If you want to be oh, on the no. show, if you want to be on the show next Friday, you are going to watch Christmas <laughs> Oh my God. Look at this guy. He just pulled out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I'm going to watch like Christmas Vacation this <laughs> week like, you know what you say you didn't like pulling that but judging by your face it seemed like you fully enjoyed doing that this so is I'll content I need your movie review I don't give a crap about Fargo and the other crap you mentioned <laughs> All right, it's I need your movie review of Christmas work. Vacation by next Friday you know I did end up watching uh, what's the last one and I really enjoyed it uh, what's the last one I did for a movie review it was um, not Con Air oh I've it's seen Die Hard movie. Die Hard, yeah, and I did end up really liking Die Hard. It was amazing. I had a great time watching that, and I wasn't fully expecting that. So we'll see if Christmas Vacation hits hits as well. Okay, it, it is basically everyone's favorite movie. So, um, so I have till next Friday. Let's do it. You have till next Friday. It's an hour and thirty seven minutes. It's a little bit longer than I said, but you didn't tell me. No, I'm kidding. I'll make the podcast seven minutes shorter. All right, we'll, we'll be right back after this break with the Fantasy Cops on Fantasy Football today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. <laughs> Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Wrong music. There we go. I hit the game of the week music instead. Welcome back. Fantasy Cops time. And like I said, about 40 emails, tweets, Apple Podcast questions for Fantasy Cops in the last week. Um, All right. First one is from Ryan from Canada. This is a fantasy football family feud. And Zach Brook, if you'd like to hop on for this segment, you feel free. I am the commissioner of a family league that we've been doing for 10 plus years. Last week, I was playing against my sister, the Joe Burrow manager. If I beat her, I basically locked up a first-round bye. She had no backup quarterback on her roster, so I used my waiver priority to pick up the quarterback I knew she'd try to claim, Jordan Love. But I also figured she'd only put in one claim, so I blocked her further by grabbing Minshew and Stafford. Basically, she'd be forced to start someone like Pickett or Browning. After all my waiver claims went through successfully, I started getting messages saying I am taking the league too seriously and, quote, not playing nice. Some of these messages were from family members who aren't even in the league. I'm a professional poker player, so I just looked at it as a strategic option to give myself an edge, not a personal attack. Later that day, I checked the wire, and I noticed that my sister, remember, he was doing this, he was blocking his sister from getting all these quarterbacks. I noticed that my sister's husband the Jalen Hurts manager had dropped his backup, Kyler Murray. Ah. My sister had the second highest waiver priority, so this seemed like obvious collusion, but the rest of the league had no issue with it. They almost treated it like her husband was doing the right thing. There was <laughs> only one person with a higher waiver wire priority, my wife. So I told her to pick up <laughs> Kyler Murray. <laughs> but I had mixed feelings about it because now I'm colluding <laughs> to beat collusion. <laughs> Fighting collusion with collusion. Am I the bad guy here? Did I do anything wrong grabbing all her good options? Was I right to fight back? 
by telling my wife to block the collusion. Yeah, you know what? For me, this is going to be I'm I'm on the side of I'm on the side of this professional poker player guy emailing us in. I know and look, Adam, this has been something in Zach, this has been something that's plagued me my whole life. Taking things too seriously from a competitive standpoint that don't need to be taken seriously. A pickup basketball game here, a game of Settlers Catan there that ends up somehow in us fighting and yelling about the rules and what should happen. And, you know, me threatening, if you put that robber on me, I'm putting it right back on you when I roll my seven or I get my night card. So, you know, that's the question you have to ask yourself. Do you want to be the guy who can't? control his competitive nature because that's what you are here by doing that move now i personally think it's incredibly savvy by you to pick up all those quarterbacks and block the player i think it's a smart strategic move but clearly the league doesn't feel the same way and this is a seems like a league-wide thing to the point where you know other family members are getting involved and they're discussing it in their real lives so now you're becoming this person who's kind of really not in a lot of ways endearing yourself to, to the family members and league members so you start by saying that but as far as what happens after that the double collusion the first version of collusion, which is, you know, cutting the quarterback to get it on the team. And then the second part of the collusion, you telling your wife to pick up the, the player. That's when things start to get icky for me in the. Uh, uh, so the first part, I guess, is less icky for me. And I would say fantasy cops of that. I rule that fine. Play on. The second part is when the cops come in and they have to, I think, step in and stop all that and put Kyler back on the original team. I'm kind of going back and forth because it seems like a serious league, but she had three days to pick up another quarterback, even though she didn't need one for 10 days. Everybody in the world saw Burrow's yeah. injury. She could have added somebody immediately, True. and she had plenty of time. So she had well over 10 days to grab somebody. So I'm kind of siding with the emailer here. Like, it's just competitive strategy of what he's doing. She had more than enough time. Everybody saw the injury. He was ruled out for the year the next day. You had time. I am totally fine with picking up the players on waivers. I'm completely fine with it. The the second Locking part is part of it. Which one? The blocking. Yeah, yeah you do whatever yeah, you want. You know, and, and like it's her fault for not putting in claims for more quarterbacks. But right. uh, the second part of it is tough. You cannot prove collusion with the Jalen Hurts manager dropping Kyler Murray. If, if you can prove collusion, then you put Kyler Murray sure. back on the team. But is there really something wrong with telling your wife to, to yeah, I guess there is kind of. You are. But she's benefiting her own team by picking up Kyler Murray. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows who her quarterback situation All right. is? I think, I think, I, you know what? I do think that the husband and wife colluded to get Kyler Murray on the wife's team. So I think I'm fine with this vindictive <laughs> collusion to fight collusion. Um, I think so too, ultimately. I think you have to make them justify why he dropped Kyler Murray. And if you can buy that, then maybe you give Kyler to the wife, your sister. And if not, then Kyler goes back on his team. All right, that's one from Joey. Uh, I have a question about teams that are out of the playoffs not making moves. I am a team that's out of the playoffs, but I'm playing a team in a tie for the last spot. I'm the Travis Etienne manager, and I just added Dearness Johnson. I had to cut the Ravens DST to do so. Is it wrong for me to make that move? Is it wrong for me to put the Ravens DST out there for anyone? Is it wrong of me to try to win when I'm eliminated? Instead of giving a team a bye week in a march to the playoffs, uh, I don't. Yeah. So yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. What are you? What are you going to say? Yeah, the last part, the bye week thing, um, confuse you a little. I think what he's saying. I don't. First of all, let me answer this question definitively. I don't think it's ever wrong to compete to play spoiler. I think that is something I appreciate about fantasy teams who are eliminated in the leagues I play in, that they will play spoiler. This week, there's a team that's like 4-14 and 14 that won, and we do Apex scoring, so there's two matchups a week, that won it last week and played spoiler because of the free agent uh, additions that they made to their team and that he made to his team. So I like the idea of playing spoiler. If you feel like it benefits your team to release the Ravens, because you you know you can't afford to your roster doesn't allow you to hold two defenses and the Ravens to their bye week then I think that's fine and that's ultimately up to you and something you can do so I, I'm perfectly fine with playing spoiler. Yeah, I see no issue, and especially if there's a punishment on hand. Like you want to avoid getting the last place punishment by replacing the guy who might not play this week. That's fine. Like somebody in my league dropped Justin Tucker. I'm gonna add him just to hold him on the bench for next week, even though I mean, like it's competitive advantage. You want to you don't want to keep two defenses. I see no issue. You're still playing in leagues with kickers, Zach. Yeah. Good for you, Zach. Good for you. I, you know, did you guys watch? I'm sure you did the uh, the Ravens Chargers game last Monday night. It was brutal. And Tucker misses the field goal, and I really yeah. think that they they missed the fact that the play clock was, was winding down. He was rushed, and he right? was rushed. Right? He was so rushed. And I thought the same even, thing. They, no one said it. No announcer said it. 
I completely was that the agree Jason with you. Garrett game or was that the? It was. Uh, that's a Garrett game. Yeah. Collinsworth would have nailed that. Right? There's been a lot. There's been a lot. <laughs> let's, let's be honest. There's been some misses lately. Last night's game, I thought had multiple misses. Like when McCarthy decided to throw the football there on third down instead of running the clock in another 45 seconds, they did not just like that. Just that needed to be dismantled. They, they discussed it. Uh, and at the a- end, Kirk, Kirk finally came in, but there was also a play on the drive before the fourth and two where there were weird McCarthyisms that went down where you went for it oh, on yeah, the first Kirk, fourth and two. And then, like, there's just there was some weird McCarthy at the end of that game, but it didn't end up mattering. Yeah, no, I said Aikman, I meant Kirk, Kirk Herb Street. All right, from Kelly. Yeah. Um, oh, all right, now a disagreement between me and my co commissioner. I believe that all non playoff teams, once the playoffs start, not now, all non playoff teams should have their rosters locked. In our league, we do not have a punishment for last place finish, so it's worthless to have the non-playoff teams pick up people off waivers. My co-commissioner is arguing that we should keep it open as it shows a mismanagement of fab budget by the managers in the no. playoffs who have less than the non-playoff teams. No. <laughs> no. no. Absolutely not. No. Absolutely. I'm just going to transition right one. into the no. next one. No, 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 no. From Logan. Uh, all right, let's see how you do here. Dear Matt, Brian, CJ, and Case. Texans quarterbacks. There he is. Better than Schneier. Way to go, Zach Brook. Uh, I have a fantasy cops for you. I am the commissioner of my hometown league, but I have three co-commissioners. They are lifelong friends who keep me in check. Our trade deadline was November 29th at 11 a.m. I had a trade with a number, another member in the works the night before. I fell asleep, and he didn't respond until 1.30 a.m. But we continued the trade talks in the morning. Remember, trade deadline's at 11 a.m. Eventually, he sent me an offer that I liked around 10.30 a.m., but I didn't get a chance to look at it until 11.15 a.m., just 15 minutes after the trade deadline passed. Seeing as it was only 15 minutes, I extended the deadline until noon. Oh. (laughs) I also made it clear to the league that if anyone had trades to finalize, they would able to to be do so, able to do so, be able to do so until the end of the day. And then my trade went through. It was Aaron Jones and Tyler Lockett for Josh Jacobs. Five. I hope you got got Jacobs there. Yeah, Um, he of course got Jacobs there. Five out of 12 members said they were fine with this, and I thought it was all good. But one of my co-commissioners threw an absolute fit. His main issue was that I, quote, abused my power, end quote, by extending the deadline. I told him I would have done it for anyone, especially given the circumstances. But he claimed since I didn't get majority vote to move the deadline, I shouldn't have done it. It's pretty hard to get majority vote in the middle of the day, and for something so trivial, trivial, I felt like it was okay. He seems to be the only one that cared, but I ended up caving just to shut him up and vetoed my own trade. Was I wrong hmm. for extending the deadline in the first place? So I have some thoughts on this, and it's going to lead to a discussion because it's one I had with a league that I'm in yesterday. I think, ultimately, this is a, could be a hot take, Adam and Zach, that the trade deadline is very stupid. And the only reason we use it is because when fantasy football first started, people just basically just copied like NFL rules and like, oh, the NFL is a trade deadline. I guess we should have a trade deadline. If your league doesn't have collusion, I actually don't see the point of a trade deadline. I've lost the point. Like I, I can't, we, we had a big discussion about it. No one came up with any logical points for having a trade deadline outside of collusion. I don't actually think trade deadlines are good for fantasy. What football. about I think before the playoffs? Yeah. Before the playoffs, sure, fine. Before the playoffs, even, but even let's say you, hypothetically you did extend to the playoffs. Should we? Is it a bad thing if two playoff teams trade? Unless there's collusion, of course. I mean, if there's collusion, that's the problem. Maybe you're opening up that door for, from for potential collusion or for like iffy situations that might be collusion. But outside of collusion, I don't really see the point of a trade deadline at all. I think it hurts fantasy football. I don't think it's a good thing at all. And if someone could come up with some kind of logic and reason for having the trade deadline outside of collusion. Let me know because we had this whole discussion and no one really came up with anything or any good reason to have it out. And I really feel like the only reason we have it is because when fantasy football first started, people were just like, oh, NFL is a trade deadline. Let's just Dan, do this for our game, too. Yeah, listen, I'm proud of you. That, <laughs> Why is was that? Really, that was really good. That was you made a great point. You really brought it. You did it like that was excellent. I'm really proud of you. I just want you to know you have my approval. Oh, yes, I got his admiration. I got his approval. This is good. I can live happy today. You no, know, it's a good point. Yeah. But what do you think about this, Zach? Should, uh, so, what are we doing, fantasy cop, Officer Brooks? I, I, I don't think you should be making trades once the playoffs start, especially if teams that are out of the playoffs. Maybe like a team trying to soup up their roster with a guy who doesn't really care anymore. But 
Like I don't, I don't think you should do it. Well, what about this particular league yeah. though? Where this one, be- this one, I'd say if you agreed to it, like if there's like, like somebody in one of my leagues a weeks ago, like they forgot to start somebody, but they texted the commissioner beforehand, hey, like I'm like I'm on a plane or something, and I need to. Can you make this for me? And we said, all right, he did beforehand. That's fine. If you agreed to it and you overslept and it was like a 15-minute thing, I think the extension, like, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Everybody knows the trade deadline. I don't think it's that big of a trade that's going like, to shock the league, shake the whole league up. But like, if you have it like, yeah, I'll do it, and you missed it by a few minutes, I have no issue, especially with this kind of thing. But if it was like a much bigger trade, I, I think maybe a better case. But like, big deal. You're getting Josh yeah. Jacobs. I yeah, actually case, don't I agree with you, guys, with you at all. All right, go ahead. Really? I, I am not letting this trade go through. You have a freaking trade deadline. Yeah, I think that's that the trade say, deadline. In this case, if you have a trade deadline, which again I don't agree with, and, and Zach, just to be clear, I don't think non-playoff teams should be trading. If we, yeah, do. I hate that. I hate. That. I'm okay with the idea of anyway ending at the playoffs. That's fine, extending it to the playoffs. But if in this case, like, it seems like it's one of those rules that's in place for a reason. You have made up this arbitrary deadline, 11 a.m. You kind of have to stick to it. Yeah, I, I still like this guy's got the the judicial branch, the executive branch, and legislative branch in his football league. It's amazing. John Big 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 Boote says, I agree with Dan for once. Nice. I got my first agreeo from John. I can't believe I read that last name too. <laughs> I, I was going through it and then I was like, oh boy. Big Boote. I love it. <laughs> oh, geez. I keep hitting the wrong buttons. Sorry. I meant to give the applause for Dan there. All right. Last one. This is from Vincenzo. I know the overall stance on setting illegal lineups and tanking, but what about having an illegal lineup and winning? I have to make a waiver move, but don't have anyone I want to drop. I'm currently projected to win. And this came up. Somebody actually called me out. I got into a little bit of a back and forth with someone who called me a hypocrite because I require, you know, people in our dynasty league like Dan to set a legal lineup, not start players on a buy if he can help it, not if he has other options, not start inactive players. Um, And I, uh, this, well, T. Higgins is going to play, so I don't have to start anyone on a buy. But I was going to start a player on a bye because I have a nine and three team and I don't have mm-hmm. anyone on my bench that I want to drop. Right. You are not telling me how to manage that team. I'm not dropping right. That's anyone. How I feel. Yeah. Absolutely That's not. True. That's completely different than tanking in a dynasty league, completely. So if you are, you know, doing what's best for your team and still being competitive, you know, you're not just like forgetting to set a lineup because you don't care. If you think it's the best interest of your team to, take a zero out of position this week because you don't want to drop the Ravens DST or something like that, then you do that and it is fine. Yeah. I think if it's, if it's strategic, it's fair. I think if it's just incompetence, you got to do something about it. Like if you're trying to lose, but if you're trying to win and you want to drop, like, I would, I completely agree. I wouldn't drop anybody for a lesser player that somebody else is going to pick Damn up. Damn right. All right. And that's it for the fantasy. Guys. All right. We're going to take one more break. When we come back, Apple podcast questions and YouTube comments. We'll be right back on fantasy football today. Baseball has begun, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Samphill, every Monday through Saturday as we deliver all of your fantasy baseball needs in just five minutes. We'll break down the biggest performers, news, and prospects who could make an impact this season. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found. Streaming on Paramount Plus. You ready, Bob? Well, all right. Audiences are raving. Bob Marley is electrifying. It's the feel-good movie of the year. You dig? Bob Marley, one love. Rated PG-13. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. All right, Dan. Here we go. We got uh, some Apple Podcast questions here. Want to thank it. everybody for those five-star reviews. Uh, this one is from Ariel Lamar. Start one in half PPR. I'm losing my voice. So I'm going to whisper a little bit. I'm going to NPR it, all right? <laughs> Josh Downs, Demario Douglas, Noah Brown, Jaden Reed, or Marquise Brown? I like your NPR voice. I'll, fight. I'll, I'll come back with a little bit of a mix of an NPR and a, and a Jacob Gibbs. <laughs> i go with Josh Downs. I would also go with Josh Downs. This is from Eagles Owen 16. Did you see the reaction, by the way, that, that has come from Jacob Gibbs impression of me on Monday. Everyone freaking loved it. I got like 17 messages on Twitter about that, about that impression. Good for Jacob. So funny. It was great. I'm really glad. It was amazing. I need to do an app. I need to craft, watch a lot of tape and get together. And I promise I will do this for the listeners. I will take my time on this next one. Get together the tape of Adam Azer 
and do an Adam Azer impression because it's going to be if I come with it, I have to do it good. It's a one time thing. I'll have one opportunity to get it right. So it may not happen on the next show or the show after that, but I will take my time when I can. I will do a good Adam first Azer Christmas vacation, then Adam. Impression. Yes. Yes. All right. This is from Eagles. Owen 16, but really you should change that to Owen 17. Dear Bijan, Alan, Demarcus and Ashan. I guess those are Robinsons. Yep. Start two. Uh, let's see. What is this question here? <laughs> I already have Bijan, Gibbs, Tank Dell, and Olave. Okay. Cup, Puka, Hollywood, Cup, Puka, Hollywood, Sharp Ranger. I don't know what you mean. I don't know what you're asking here. Pick your favorite two from this group. Cup, Puka, Hollywood, uh-huh. Brown, Charbonnet, or uh, Javante. Uh, cup and Javante, I guess. I don't feel good about any of those options. I'd go with Puka and Javante. Okay. This is from Konpalova. Superflex. Will Levis, Puka Nakua, or Terry McLaurin? Uh, PPR. Ugh. Hmm. I think I'm still going to go with Levis. I don't know, actually. I, I, Levis has looked so hurt and bad. Um, I'm going to go McLaurin. with uh, McLaurin. Yeah. I'm going McLaurin. All right. I don't feel great about that either. I don't either. I'd probably go with Puka Nakua, but... I definitely don't feel good about that one. I'll go with McLaurin. All right, grade the trade from Detay. 24 hours before the league trade deadline, as the news broke on Jonathan Taylor, I traded Deontay Johnson for Zach Moss. Wow. A plus. Um, yeah, I I go A minus. I don't think Deon- I don't think that's necessarily a guarantee that Deontay Johnson is just done. He had really no, good moments either. earlier this year. I agree from I a agree. PPR standpoint. So I still like him as an asset, and I think that trade's finally perfectly fair if you did it before or after the Taylor news. Personally, I think Albino Brown Pig. I need three of these: Kyron Williams, Jameer Gibbs, DeAndre Swift, Ramondre Stevenson, Devon Achan. Wow, and Achan. I'm still going with the first three there for me. Kyron, Swift, and who was the other one? Jacob Gibbs. And, and Gibbs, yeah. I would go with Kyron Williams, Jacob Gibbs, and Ramondre Stevenson over DeAndre Swift. Oh, definitely not Stevenson for me. He would be last. You like Stevenson this week? I do. I do. He's got, uh, I think, four or more targets in five straight games. He's a big part of the passing game. Zappy will help him. That's a good point. I, I, you know, I should consider. That. I don't know if Zappy will help him. I think they'll be the same. You don't know if Zappy will help him. His first seven, uh, eight passes last week were behind the line of scrimmage. All right. Well, I don't know if it was like that last year, but no, it wasn't. He'll get much, targets but... either way. I think Chargers are really bad against pass catching running backs. They've actually also been struggling against the ground game recently. So, uh, yeah. Okay, you sold Swift, me on that. Swift does have the toughest matchup uh, against the Niners. I'll move in Stevenson for Swift. Adam sold me. Uh, Here's another one with Stevenson. 10-team standard scoring. This is from Nick, by the way. I need two running backs. Derrick Henry, Ramondre Stevenson, Rashad White, Javante Williams. I still think I'm going Henry and Rashad White, but I could maybe do Henry and Stevenson. I'm I'm with you. White and Henry. Last one is from Sibetura, and the subject was Dan Schneier the Rat. What? Yep. Did not have one good rationalization or justification for leaving in Luke Musgrave, but then starts ratting people out to distract from the obvious that he needed to be kicked out of the league and that Luke Musgrave was in the hospital. He could have changed it Tuesday or Wednesday, but he just keeps talking about Thanksgiving where everybody was busy. (laughs) Please take him off the show and let him work behind the scenes. Wow. Take him off the show and let him work behind the scenes. Hold on, let me let me see if that was actually in the email. It's a, um, he does have a laughy face with the tears. Okay, okay. But, the laughy face with the tears makes me uh, tone back what I might have said if I hadn't seen that laughy face with the tears before this. Um, so listen, bud. As I said the other day, there is no excuse. I apologize for the Musgrave. I have since taken steps to improve my activity in the leagues that I'm tanking. I have perfectly fine lineups for this week. And my YOLO league that I hate, my team that I inherited the jokest of joke teams. I've made some moves there. 
today. I made some waiver moves. I moved some guys in the lineup. But look, if I'm two and ten, I am not going to go ahead and like cut players that I like for my future. Like even like a Tucker Craft, who I think has some upside for some loser running back who get two points just to get a guy in the lineup. That's not how this works. Now, having said that, there was no excuse for the Luke Musgrave debacle, and. Fortunately, Adam, fortunately, Durham Smythe was moved into my lineup after. So no harm was actually done by me. Let me make that uh-huh. by you. No, because I can't do that. I don't have commissioner powers. Uh-huh. I would have done it if I could. So that one's not on me. So guess what? No harm foul was done. And guess what? Durham Smythe's 2.2 points somehow found a way to not make a difference in my 40 point <laughs> loss. Okay. <laughs> yes. Two weeks ago, I faced Dan's team. Let's see if I can pull up this. Uh, <laughs> I I'm don't, tr- don't expose. This. I was going for it, and Dan was tanking, and I yeah. beat him by three points. He started Josh Allen, Deontay. Yeah, Foreman. I didn't want to start Josh Allen. That was a nice favorite I did for yeah. for, the, for you. No, it wasn't. You almost beat me. He, uh, Dalvin <laughs> Cook. He started Jaden Reed at a huge game. Elijah Moore, Luke Schoonmaker caught a touchdown. Rashad <laughs> Bateman caught a touchdown. Luke Musgrave. You started. Thank God you started Jameis Winston, or you would have beaten me. Uh, and my horrible team where Ken Walker left with an to injury. To be fair on that front, I don't have any other quarterbacks outside of Josh Allen because Daniel Jones got hurt. Uh, yeah, you have Jameis Winston and Mike White. So, yeah, good good stuff there. Okay, uh, let's hear some YouTube questions. Anyone on YouTube got some questions? Fire away. Here's a flex. Cortland Sutton. Deontay Johnson. I'm out of breath. Jaden Reed, Cooper Cup, or Puka Nakua. Mm, I'll go Sutton. I'll go Sutton. Yeah, you know what? I am too. I know that's weird, but I just can't sit here and do the definition of insanity, which is treat Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup like they're amazing still. When they, I been, feel the same way. Yeah. What do you think this offer that was made to me by one of our colleagues in the Dynasty League we're in? He wants to give me Wandell Robinson for Cortland Sutton. I'm leaning no. What would you I do? I don't really think Wandell's ever going to become anything special. Yeah. If so. the Giants still had the first or second pick, Adam, and were and had lost to the Patriots like they should have and lost to Washington like they should have, I would actually do that trade, if that makes sense to you. Because they would have gotten a big quarterback upgrade? They would have got a quarterback who could change everything for, for, for the passing. Now, game. you would know this better than I would, but don't they have a lot of draft capital or no? They do because they traded for an extra second round pick from Seattle. And as Seattle continues to lose, that could be like a top 45 pick, which is amazing. But everyone always says this, Adam, and everyone's always like, it's all right when you win these games in these meaningless seasons because you could just trade up for the quarterback. And then it's like, eh, can you? It kind of is two-way street there. Well, the, Bear, like, we the, the, the Panthers. One and two, not to want those quarterbacks, even be willing to trade those quarterbacks for that to happen. Then that's part one. Part two is you have to have your GM agree to giving up multiple major assets in your future, next year's first-round pick, all this stuff just to move up for the quarterback. It's not great. No, it'll be interesting to see what the Panthers do. I mean, the Patriots are definitely going to draft the quarterback. What do you mean? The, the Bears, Panthers, the Bears, the Bears. Bears, yeah. The Bears, and the Bears, I feel like they have to too because Fields at the end of that contract, like you can't possibly go to these fans and be like, we're going to stay with Justin Fields and then what? He has to be re-signed to a big deal. Like do you pick up the fifth-year option and guarantee that fifth-year team op? Like it seems to me like there's no way. I know there's talk in the media like they're going to keep Fields and, and, and use those picks elsewhere or trade them, but – I'd be stunned if the Bears don't take Caleb Williams or Drake May. Yeah. All right. More YouTube questions. Adam, you need fresh air, vitamin D, and zinc. Yep. Yeah, that's a good point. So here, Adam does not get enough vitamin D. He really doesn't. You could tell even in the summer, he's still kind of like that same, you know, never tan, never had, you know, I never see Adam with a tan. You've never, have you guys ever seen Adam with a tan? You'll see me with a tan now because we're going to go to the pool now going forward. Like we're going to go to a pool. Kids you got are going to take now? swim lessons. No, I don't have a pool, but we're going to go to a public pool near our okay. house. So, you know, I didn't have Next that. Summer. Next summer. Next summer we'll see you with tan. Yeah, I didn't have that at my old house. Now I'm near a pool. So we're going to, yeah. I'll be tan next summer. Kyler okay. Murray or Russell Wilson this week? Puka Nakua or Josh Downs? I'll go. First one's tough for me. I'm going to go Kyler. I still think the floor is so high with Kyler if you've looked at these first two starts. Uh, and then downs for me. They're both tough. They are. I would go um, Kyler and Puka. It's Puka's last stand for me. Uh, downs, Ford, or Achan? PPR. It's full PPR. Oh, man. I really want to. I really want to swing for a fence here and say Achan, but I'm not going to. I'm going to say Downs. 
Yeah, I am too. You know, I maybe I should go Downs over Puka. I know it's not popular. I have this problem where yeah. if Dave, Jamie, and Heath are all much higher on someone than I am. You feel like you screwed up somewhere. Yeah, it makes me reevaluate, yeah. and that's Puka Nakua because they have him 19th for Jamie, 16th for Dave, 12th for wow. Heath. Okay. Downs, where do they have him? Definitely uh, 26th, 31st, and 29th. Yeah. So I have trouble with that. And I'm talking about a different question, I guess, Downs versus uh, Puka. But right. if I'm going to start Downs over Puka, which you said you would, and I'm kind of on the fence on, I would probably start him over A-Chain. I would definitely start him over Ford and PPR. Like, yeah. McDaniel said he's playing about A-Chain. So it seems like McDaniel has a bit of confidence in him, but I don't. I just don't know what the workload will be. I have no idea yeah. what that means. So Downs is a pretty safe floor in PPR, I think. Granted, I he had a bad game it. last week, but he had 13 targets. Uh, pick two here in half PPR, Ridley, Ford, and Nakua. Ridley and Nakua for me. Kitchen Toothbrush is the name, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> well done. That is good. Um, Do you think anyone in the in the world, or not definitely people in the world, are doing what you're doing? But I'm, how many people are brushing their teeth in a kitchen sink? I don't do that anymore, by the way. Oh, you don't? No. There was a okay. reason for it before. I know. And what? How did that change? I moved oh, to a new, new house. house. Yeah. God, yeah. As, as, let me ask a couple other questions about the new house. Okay. Yeah, okay. One. Any roaches? No, but every other bug in the world lives here. Everyone. Oh my God! You ever seen a spider? Are you, I, you ever, you ever you, seen, when you see a? You ever see what? A spider cricket? No. What is that? Let me show you what it's the hell scary. we're dealing with in the basement. Oh God! And, and the winter or this time of year is not bad because they. You yeah, know. they're summer bugs. Are you the type of person who, when you see a bug, what do you do? Do you kill it or do you get scared of it? I call the police. <laughs> I'm almost to wonder if that's true. I would call the police. If there were a service to have people come and kill all of the bugs, I would do it. So what <laughs> I do is... You mean there, there is definitely a no, service no, like that on, you like on the spot. That's a spider. <laughs> oh, on the, the spot. That is a good... That's Oh, that looks so gross. They're terrifying. That is so gross. You don't want that thing in your house. You have a bunch of those in there? I don't really know. I found two dead ones. Ugh. I haven't seen any since, but they'll be back. Like They'll be back next summer, or if, if not before okay. that. How's the new house besides that? It's good? great. All right, good. It's great. Uh, we moved in and the, both of the garage doors broke. Uh, <laughs> we have an oil tank now, which is an expense that I oh, that is so never expensive. knew existed. My friend has that. He tells me about that too. That's an, wow. That sucks. I just got a bill yesterday. Wow. Yeah, that sucks. Unbelievable. Uh, so life is different now. <laughs> I don't have any, any money left. Um, all right, pick two. Pittman, Kyron, Moss, Eckler, Montgomery, PPR. Damn, that's tough. It's really, really tough. Those are good options. I'm going to struggle with this. I'm going to say Pittman has to be in the lineup, oh, yeah. though. Right? So you have to put Pittman in, though you don't want to really bench any other this guys. Sucks. I'll go Pittman. Pitt, who? This sucks. I hate this. This does suck. I'm going to go Pittman, and I'm not going to do two Colts, so I'm going to take, take out Moss. I'll go Pittman and Kyron. I'll go Eckler. Yeah, fine. Pittman and Eckler. I'm not going to bench Pittman and what am I talking about? I'm not benching Eckler. Yeah. Eckler. Puka, T. Higgins, Curtis Samuel. I got to be honest with you, and this is crazy. I'm going Curtis Samuel. No, I'm, I'm, going, I'm, Look going at the I'm going Puka here. Come on. I don't like Puka, but I guess we can play injured Puka. Ridley or Rice? Ridley. Um, Though I like Rice. East Coast elite is scared of bugs, but not rats. I don't. Uh, I am scared of rats, like terrified. I'm not scared. I, I first of all, I'm not scared of bugs. I kill bugs, but um, rats. Yes, I'm scared of rats. Yeah, who wouldn't be scared of rats? Jeez, like mice. I'm sure I'll encounter at some point. Rats. Uh, have I, I christened the new place with a baked burger? Yes, I absolutely have. I also baked chicken wings the other day. Uh, you got to really okay. Let me ask you a question about these baked chicken. Let wings. Let me read this real quick. Uh, half PPR: Gibbs, Etn, Moss, or Kyron. Jeez. That's another tough one. I'm going to go Gibbs. Uh, I think I'm going to go with... All right, Gibbs, it's fine. What's your question? Now, you said you baked chicken wings the other day, Adam. Did you just literally put them in an oven at like 350 or something like that? I marinated them in teriyaki sauce. And okay, how long I... did you let them sit in that marinade? Four or five hours. 
Okay. Wow. Actually, you did good. Okay. Go on. And I baked them at like 375 or something for a half hour. Okay. My oven is pretty pretty hot. My oven runs hot, so I have to lower the time. Have you ever thought about slow cooking them? No. Letting them get tender, and then once they're done slow cooking, no, I don't have time. Because you already, you, I mean, you spent four or five hours on a marinade. I mean, look, I put it in a bag. And in, I put it in the fridge. Then you broil them I'm after. So you got to get through the broil period to get the crispy skin on the outside. Oh, that's interesting. Yes, I think if you just increase the temperature, it will crisp the skin, but not to like the same. No, point. you want to have it cook low and slow at first, but then at the end, you just broil it to crisp up the skin. All right, I'll read two more questions here, and then we're done. Christian Watson, A.T. Perry, or Greg Dortch? Ooh, Christian Watson. Yeah, Christian Watson. Easy and pick me. two running backs in PPR, Brian Robinson, Zach Moss, Devon Achan. Moss and Achan for me. Oh, wow, more news. What happened? Dalton Schultz expected to miss Sunday's game. And that's really, Ooh. I mean, he gets the best matchup in the world. The Broncos are terrible yep. against tight ends. All right, boost for all the other pass catchers there. If Noah Brown plays, it kind of makes him a little interesting. But Schultz has something like four targets in his last two games. Yeah. All right. The volume isn't there. I am going to go pass out. All right. So nice. Feel thanks. better. Out. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll talk to you Sunday at 1130. YouTube.com slash football today. Thank you, Zach Brook, for tuning in or for uh, chip uh, pitching in. We're out of, I'm out of here. Goodbye. <laughs> Feel better, Adam. Thanks. Every sport has their big, juicy controversy. Boxing has the Mike Tyson ear bite. Cycling has Lance Armstrong. Baseball has its steroid era. Curling has... Broomgate. It's a story of broken relationships, houses divided, corporate rivalry, and a performance-enhancing broom. It was a year I'd like to forget. Broomgate. Available now.